I'm your host, and today I am with Reality Suite. How are you guys doing today? Hey. 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 How are you guys? Awesome. awesome. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you guys so much for being here. No problem. Yeah, Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Oh, it's an honor. Let's get started. Um, tell me a little bit about yourselves. We're a band. <laughs> we play music. I'm the guitar player. <laughs> yeah, I'm a singer. Drummer. I don't know what I am. He really doesn't. Uh, I'm just the janitor who shows up once in a while. <laughs> He's the gopher. You know, since we're on that topic, you know, the most insulting thing to me is when I'm in a club, someone comes up to me and says, hey, you're the drummer, right? Because like almost like the drummer has like a look and you're saying, you're saying I look like a drummer. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> they like, recognize you. You're in Reality Suite. No, they're not saying you're Brian King from Reality Suite. They're they saying, should say that. You, they're, they're like eyeing me up. They're like, you look like a drummer. A drummer. You're a oh, drummer. Oh. I mean, I guess I could be a bass player. Oh, it could get worse. <laughs> Trust me, it's the worst. <laughs> no one knows what a bass player is. A bass player. Bass. Yeah, I carry fish. I was so close to making that joke. <laughs> I was thinking you're a real big fish all of a sudden. Ah. <laughs> Sell out! Classic. All right. Um, what got you guys into music? The sounds. Kiss. Um, really, it was just like, it's an escape for me. Um, like when I started writing music, like lyrically, like it just getting everything, like my thoughts down on a paper, piece of paper, um, and then like making melodies up. I mean, what really started me on music was the Titanic, My Heart Will Go On, Celine Dion. Serious? The point that the, the ship was going down <laughs> says, I want to be a musician because the ship's going to go down. <laughs> the, the musicians that are playing on it, it's going down. Well, that's, that's right. how, I, how I started like singing, but like what really like, why I love like why I have such a passion for it is because like I have such strong emotion and I'm very sensitive and like I don't know how to express myself sometimes so like music is just the perfect form of expression like and it's just like saved me every day totally yeah my parents always played music around the house my father had these huge speakers Lafayette is that what they were? yeah the Lafayette, Lafayette speakers Lafayette. Um, which Antonio has in his garage at the moment. <laughs> because I say I'm the I'm the curator for life. Yeah, I have some too. You're not guilty of that one. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm very fortunate that you know my my parents always played music around the house. And when I was five, my older cousins turned me on to Kiss and the Police and Rush and all that stuff. And then uh, yeah, it's literally five years old. I I wanted to start playing the drums and I just never look back so nice so i'm looking back now yes <laughs> I, I had an older neighbor that was uh probably twice my age i was like five years old and uh he would draw kiss posters and just you know pictures of kiss and you know paul gene so i'm five six years old and i have them plastered all over my my room uh and he just got me into the music so from there i just was just a diehard fan mm. but i did start playing drums on pots pans Coffee cans. That's where I started. Wait, really? I first started. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, I Same here, actually. I, I got the pots and pans mode. You know, medallion. Actually, mode. I did want to be a drummer too. I begged my parents. I begged them for a drum set. They would not. And like, I would go over to um, my aunt's boyfriend's house at the time, and he had a drum set, like a whole setup in the basement. Like, <laughs> and like sometimes, like I would get on the mic, and then my uncles would get on the guitar and bass and he would get on the drums and then we would just jam like yeah yeah that's so cool yeah but both my sisters uh dated and married uh guys who were in bands and so i i've acquired used equipment that just, they didn't care for anymore and i just learned on it yeah antonio and i grew up around the block from each other so when we were like in the third or fourth grade yeah i had a drum set he had a guitar. It was actually his brother-in-law's guitar. That's right. And a mutual friend, his cousin, introduced me to him because he figured, well, you guys live across around the block from each other and you both own instruments. It wasn't that we could play them well. It's just that we <laughs> owned instruments. So that qualified us to be in a band. So that was... <laughs> it fell in our hands. Yeah. That's awesome. That is, honestly. Which brings, which brings me to my next question. How did y'all meet? Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> you were the third man who said that. <laughs> no, dude, really? Awesome. That's all right. <laughs> so we're we gonna change that really? story. Oh my god! You serious? First one was sepsis. Second one we got the band name from Craigslist, which was Illusions of Grandeur. And now you got to the third to mention Craigslist. Man, we're wow. not original anymore. Damn. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna work on a supermarket. Well, we've known each other for you know. A long time. Yeah, um, we grew up we, with each other. Thank you, Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> what, made you, what made you guys think of the band name? Well, um, they had thought of the name actually. I joined after, so. I thought you were going to come up with a witty story. Yeah, we well, yeah. Oh, me? I was <laughs> about, oh, yeah. oh, it was on a napkin. <laughs> Yeah. It was on a napkin. And we found a napkin under the table. Yeah. At a motel. We were all drunk one night. We were at a motel. It was an, it was an hourly motel. Yeah, hourly. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Uh, what is yeah, that? Yeah, it was. No, no, no. Okay, they so have those around here in Jersey. <laughs> on, on the turnpike, of course. Hey, on the turnpike. Um, no, what happened was uh, we, we had a band name called the Industry Standard, which we were rocking for a little while. About a year and a half. Uh, maybe. And um, <laughs> a singer or two. And, um, you know, we just kind of felt like, we felt like the music we were creating was... Not so standard. Was not standard, right? And it was grander than the band name, so we wanted something bigger. Not that Reality Suite is bigger, but we were just, um, I was driving in the car, I was on my way to work the one morning, and I was listening to Howard Stern, and they were talking about reality TV. And for some reason, the word reality stuck in my head. I said, reality, reality is something or something reality. And I wrote it on a napkin and that napkin floated around my car for a few months. And then um, I was on the phone with Joe and we were brainstorming and he was at a motel. And, <laughs> an hourly uh, motel. An hourly motel and <laughs> a bunch of sweets were around me and that's how the second half came in. And, and they didn't like the other ideas I had for the band, which was cartwheel accident and grass versus asphalt. <laughs> I like grass versus asphalt. That it does great. sound interesting. I do admit. It's a song name. Yeah. Because it's, you know, yeah. it's always an edge right between the two. They're always fighting. Yeah, but I'm not an edging. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I am. <laughs> not anymore. Not after what happened. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Damn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll talk about that after. Dun dun dun. It gets worse every time. Uh, all right. What is the music writing process for you guys? Ah, uh, yes. It, it's actually, it's pretty interesting. We all use fax machines. <laughs> so we send each other notes and we kind of combined all the words to one song. We're trying to go old school. Yeah. We used to, before that, we used the tin can and string. It didn't work as well. Yeah, yeah all, all, I just heard, you know, it sounded like Charlie Brown's parents. Oh my <laughs> Basically, when we're we're in a, in a songwriting session, we send Aunt out for coffee. <laughs> by the time he comes back, really, we have to get the <laughs> Not lying. Aunt, could you move my car? It's, uh, it's, uh, he comes back, triggers. Done. 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 Demoed everything. Baseline, the whole nine. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> usually writes the baseline, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> Each time is actually totally different. Totally we collaborate different. in different ways, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy um how each song comes together like differently. Like playing with fire was one of our first, right? right. And mm -hmm. um I had written that the lyrics and the melody before even meeting them. And then Joe had written the guitar part and it just like fit, which was crazy. And then like um, the other songs, sometimes we would collaborate on Google Drive and then Triggers was, we wrote it by a campfire and it just like came out and yeah. Yeah, I think the one thing that we're, uh, we're, we're good at, obviously collaboration, but um, I think we're all pretty good um, at not settling for mediocre. I think we're all, well, I, I feel like I'm, I'm not trying to sound cocky, but I think we, we give each other enough of a hard time that we could say, you know what, Aunt, that's not working. Or We actually have a, a bull whip on the corner of our room. So if we don't like something, <laughs> yeah. and I've got a lot of scars, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> he starts edging. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I think that's, I think our filter is pretty good as far mm -hmm. as, um, you know. Not, I mean, we set the standards high, so we, we don't want to let each other down, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. It's always good to set the bar high, so you have something that you want to aim for. At least three out of the four of us do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this side of the room. Yeah, they're making fun of me again. <laughs> oh, don't do that. It, it's, a, it's a shirt. It's a shirt. Dude, you got to come in a little bit more. You're, we're missing. <laughs> Can you read that? Is it fast? I'm young, fresh, and fly. <laughs> I love it. So that's so nineties. <laughs> I got it for three dollars in Patterson. You're, you're, are you in Connecticut? Is that? Yeah, you? I am. We're in Connecticut. Um, Newington, a small town. Okay. Is that? I don't know Connecticut. Is that near Stanford? Um, man, more near Hartford. Okay. Yeah. Next question is actually one of my favorite ones. I've been wanting to ask all day. What is the meaning of triggers? Because I did tear up a lot when I heard that one. I really did. Wow. Yeah, well, um, wow. Yes, triggers is, it's basically about um, just dealing with everything that was happening, like being locked up and all the uncertainty and anxieties and um, depression and um, just, just everybody being at each other's throats and like being like in the, like, it's just, it was just, a high anxiety. I feel like everyone had so much anxiety. Um, 
with everything that happened and yeah it was just basically um that yeah the song is kind of like an outlet to let you know that it's you know things will be all right you know yeah yeah you know it's again that was another great collaboration where we were coming from different angles and um like we didn't want it to be so down so we threw in the whole i survived aspect of it well it is no it's true i mean i have survived darker times because like I mean, I went through a lot with my previous relationship and like, it was very emotionally abusive. So like, figured like, you know, coming out of that, like, this is nothing like. I know your pain. I just got one of those myself, actually. Oh, I know exactly how that feels. And like, everything's going to be better. Like, you know, cause I, you know, sitting at home with not being able, like all our shows got canceled, everything like it is hard. Like it was hard for everyone. And, um in so many different ways yeah you can certainly adapt it to different situations you know it's it's not just about the pandemic or you know like kimmy said in relationships uh it could just be any hard times that you've gone through in your life triggers it could be literally yeah. anything, anything like in everything like in your life so i like turtles <laughs> he's addicted to turtles <laughs> so yes Feel free to edit him out whenever you, you need to. <laughs> oh no, I see. I this this these, this makes it so much more funnier. So I'm not editing out jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of shows, I, I seen that you guys have performed before, right? A few times. Mm-hmm. Say, say again. Mm-hmm. I, I was doing some research. It shows that you guys have performed a few times. Is that correct? In uh, in, in Connecticut. No, in general. Oh yeah. A few times. Um, in in the 10, 12 years or. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, tell me, since, tell me what that was like. 2020? Our, our last performance was March 7th last year, but we're working yeah, on this. March 7th? It's uh, been about a was year. It, March 7th? it was March 7th. March 7th. Yeah, but you just... March 7th? No, was it was the 7th. I thought it was the 11th. No, it's the 7th. Yeah. I can't believe it's been a whole year without being yeah, on stage. I, I can't forget it because it was our last time and it sucks, you know? What's but, it like um, being on know, stage? Nothing like it, man. It's the best feeling in the world. Yeah, you get like this adrenaline rush and it's just. Yeah, it's like, I think the way it feels like that 40, 45 minutes, hour, whatever you're on stage, it's like everything around you, any issues you have outside of music disappears. It's gone. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all just about that, that moment. Yeah. It's like you're right It's the best moment. time. It really yeah. is. It's the best time. It is. It's, it's bad though when, when you're off, when you get off stage and you start breaking down and. And, and then, then you're like, yeah, you still want to be like, you, yeah. yeah, you're like, now I want to yeah. go back on stage yeah. again. <laughs> it's a party. It's always yeah. a party up there, man. What was your most favorite performance you ever did? Wow, that's a great question. Uh, there's many. There's so many. Uh, favorite performance, geez. Uh, most recent favorite oh, would probably be opening up for Vixen for me. Yeah. yeah, that was that was that was a good great stage. That was such an people. experience. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The two major bands that we, we opened up for, Rat and Vixen, were both stellar, both monumental for us because uh, those stages were enormous. The crowd was fantastic, and then them singing back like yeah. the yeah. O's, oh like I mean, it's awesome. The energy, it's just... even the Apple Wave show, the live CD that we have. Um, Mm-hmm. That's that was a great show. Yeah, it was a very unique show, and we loved it. It was very yeah, cool. It was very intimate. 
Uh, also, um, one our first show that we ever did together stands out to me. Um, the Loop Lounge. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah, we did what? the Flame of Fire, and everyone was echoing. That was the, the first show. Oh, oh yeah, no. she's right. Oh, it was. Oh, that was the first <laughs> time I was around stage. I think I have it somewhere. It yeah. was just. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, it that was. was. That was awesome. Wow, it was an awesome night. I got, I got to dig that up somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I have it too. I wish I could have seen you guys live. Honestly, I would have loved that. Well, it's, maybe when pandemic is over, right? Yeah, it's not impossible. Yeah. You know, it's more than possible. You, you would probably see us soon. Yeah, yeah we, we have shows on the books. It's just we're hoping that they happen. Yes, I mean, yeah. with the summer, um, I'm out outdoors. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. Able to do something. Right. My next question would be, who would you guys love to collaborate with on stage and in studio? Oh. Oh, my God. Lizzie Hale. Or, um, or uh, well, Hailstorm, The Pretty Reckless, Helen Monson. Mm. Paramore. <laughs> Paramore. Definitely. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's so many amazing artists I would love to. On Instagram this past week, I saw there. there's a band. Do you know the band Extreme? I've heard of them. Okay. Um, their guitar player, Nuno Betancourt. Uh, you should know his name, Nuno Betancourt. But um, <clears throat> he uh, he's actually mixing bands now. Like, he, he, he's been a producer, you know, forever. And, you know, like, with the pandemic, a lot of, like, larger bands aren't playing out. They're not touring. So they're looking for things to do. So he posted on his Instagram, you know, send me your tracks. I'll mix it. You know, obviously, he's probably, like, a heavy fee. But... Um, <laughs> From a uh, from a, a uh, collaboration perspective, uh, I would love to have like somebody like Nuno Betancourt or somebody like that, <laughs> a big producer. I mean, we love everyone we've worked with. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, some of our inspirations or some of our idols to actually mix our tracks that would be awesome to me. We like avenues. Are you saying Antonio that Nuno's <laughs> better than Antonio? Are you putting him down again? Pause. <laughs> no of course I mean, we would record it we would send it to nuno and nuno would mix it dude he would make it sound phenomenal yeah more than words he'd probably he'd words. probably toss my solo out and say hold on just pull my beer let me get that for you everybody yeah, more than yeah. words <laughs> nobody all right thanks, guys. you guys are losing right. me that's okay <laughs> we lose everyone sometimes okay um i hope that answered you <laughs> it, it did it really it was more than enough more than i expected i loved it right. i think my next question would be what is the best piece of advice you were ever given when you entered music play the lottery oh. don't enter music <laughs> play the, no I, <laughs> that's horrible stop don't yeah. give up yeah i was i was i remember i was 16 and i was like crying and like I remember my uncle telling me, like, because I, I was like, I'm like, I'm not, like, I, mm -hmm. I'm not discovered yet, blah, 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 like, I give up. <laughs> like, he's like, what are you talking about? Like, people get discovered. And, like, all ages. Yeah. So, like, he, like, kind of um, shattered that mindset that I had, like, that, like, you have to um, make it by a certain age or, you know, like, yeah, totally. And yeah, so like I'm just never gonna stop. Yeah, I would give yes. the same advice. You know, you, you gotta do it for yourself. Do it because you're passionate about it. Because if you don't do it for those reasons, you're gonna be disappointed overall. So you just gotta, mm -hmm. you know, do it for yourself and set the bar high. And 
but also you got i think you have to also take into consideration what some like if, if there's people that you look up to as far as like say songwriters or producers or managers or whatever and they're giving you constructive criticism you know some people say don't listen to other people you know it's gonna you're gonna wreck your ego or whatever but um in you know i think in my personal experience you know if you have an open mind and you listen to what other people offer you you know take it with a grain of salt but also consider it you know if somebody's telling you hey man your song's Let's just say your songs aren't that good. You got to work on the hook. You got to work on the, the the groove or whatever it is. You know, I can remember being young and being like, well, "Fuck you! What do you know? This is my song." You know, when you're <laughs> when you're you know when you're just starting out, you kind of have that attitude like, "What the fuck do you know?" Yeah, that like <laughs> that ego, chip on like, your shoulder. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But really, what remember, the fuck do you know? <laughs> I still remember Joe, Joe and I were in a band, and um, remember Back Alley Bang, and we were trying out singers. Yes. And there was a singer that came in. And we were having so, such a hard time. This is way before Kim. We were having such a hard time finding a singer. And this one guy came in and he had balls because he literally told us, he's like, guys, you know, I like your songs, but you, you tend to lose your groove. Like a certain part of the song will really groove and then you'll just like, you know, lose it. And at that time I took the attitude like, screw him. You know? Fucker you, yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, as you kind of, you know, you listen to other bands, you listen to other music, and you start to say, well, why do I like this song? What is it about this song that I like? And you kind of analyze it, and you try to use those qualities in your own songwriting. Um, yeah. 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 Say so, yeah. 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 Just don't give up. I'll say yeah. yeah. Don't give up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't give up. Like, that was the best advice. <clears throat> like, knock it off. Like, knock it off. <laughs> But you love this. Why did you stop? Well, speaking about what you said about Discovery earlier, when did Dakota find you guys? Like, when did you sign on with DI Records? That was uh, recently. 2019, right? Was it late 2019? <clears throat> I started talking to Dakota at the end of 2019. Yeah, it was, still, it was still like late. It was late in the summer yeah. of 2019. Well, what, it, it, was like a, it was like a long courting process. We kind of dated for a while and um you know and the promise ring came out he was very delicate and treated the relationship really well yeah and uh walked us through it it grew it grew, it grew that's no, right but, no, literally it was uh we had released our our album awaken on cd and digitally in june of 2018 2019 uh, 19, 2019 19 was the off and so. we're on a uh, label called Lions Pride Records yep. and um, we had some issues with that relationship and he approached us towards the end of 2019 and him and I actually had a conversation on the phone um, you know he basically gave me everything that they could offer us and and I basically said to him I was like look man you know we're kind of um, you know, like when you get out of a relationship and you're kind of like a little like, PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's like you break up, but you still live together. Yeah. 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 Um, so I said to him, I said, Look, I don't know if we're ready to commit to anybody at this point, but you know, let's 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 sleep together. So we got to break it in gently. Yeah. You know. Um, so anyway, so yeah, but, uh, Dakota's great and we, we like remained friends, you know, after yeah. that phone call and we just kind of 
he stayed in our atmosphere, stratosphere, atmosphere. Yeah. Uh -huh. Stratosphere. And, um, <laughs> stratosphere. Stratosphere. <clears throat> no, Chris. Yeah, wasn't it Chris? Wasn't Chris in it? Oh, Chris Cornell? No. Chris Squire? Chris Moore. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so, yeah, so we just kind of remained friends. And um, when we were promoting uh, one of the singles in 2020, Cutburn and Bruise, he was very um, active in the promoting of it and everything. So we initially signed on with DI Records as a, a like a promotional deal because uh, he was doing a lot of help. And it, it's not even just like he was doing it, you know, because it was his job. He was doing it because he was passionate about it. He was, you know, yeah. so passionate about it. It was really inspiring. And um, so when we were releasing Triggers, it just made sense to, to go with Dakota and DI Records. Yeah. Yeah, I love nice. his passion. He's an awesome dude. Honestly, yeah. like I'm the yeah. same way with music because music saved my life. So I, I started this project up to give back to the bands. And I want to start spreading their stories as much as their music. That's why I got into this. It's more of a passion project. Cool. So he and I clicked like that when he found me because, like, we're very similar when it comes to the passion of music. Yeah, he definitely has a lot of passion. Totally. I mean, it, we had such a passionate phone call a few weeks ago. Oh, um, here we go. Actually, it was a it was a night where Kimmy and Joe weren't here. Uber it was just, yeah. it was Uber <laughs> no, no, no. This is a serious conversation. He lowered the lights. A Antonio and I. We, we oh, now done, I'm involved. We had done an interview. We did a podcast. These guys didn't come. And um afterwards we had a, a, a business call with Dakota. You know, we were it was two weeks away from releasing triggers. Wanted to make sure all of our ducks were in a row you know, big launch and all that stuff. And for like about 40 minutes, we were just busting on Antonio's balls for like 20, 20 minutes. <laughs> Instead of like talking about, all right, guys, we got this promotion going on and you're all set up with this, that, that. It just became like all these innuendos and, and busting Antonio's. <laughs> anyway. I'm a specialist yeah. for that. Yeah. I actually recently noticed that about him too, because he put me in a, a group with one of his friends, Patrick, Patrick, but I don't know how to say his name. But it was like he was making it in the Indianas. I'm like, okay, his comedy is very similar to mine. I'm up this guy already. Because <laughs> my humor falls a lot in that too. So I'm just, I see that for the first time. I'm like, is this, is this really Dakota? I love it. <laughs> uh, the guy's great. <clears throat> yeah, man. His passion, his comedy, it's all lovely. <laughs> so my next question is what is next for you guys? What's coming out? What's the future like for the, your band? Um, we hate predicting the future because it never becomes exactly what you what you want it to be. Are we saying anything? But we definitely have things lined up. I know, but I forgot. Are we going to say anything? Oh, okay. We're saying we're going to break some news. What's in your future? I mean, we do have brand new news right now. Joe has a new pedal. Oh, Jesus. It's a distortion pedal. It's this big. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it takes nine volt batteries. Stomp on it. Back in the day. He's happy. It's a rock tron. You're going to try it tonight, right after this interview. That's right. Can't wait. I just want to point out that Antonio is the shortest in the band, but somehow, whenever we do interviews, he sits on a high chair. So notice how I look like I'm the shortest. I look like the little. I think I'm actually told I'm shorter if I stand up. Hold on a second. Not to mention. Wait, we actually have like some exciting news. Not to mention when we do a photo shoot, he's up front. Even Kimmy's in the. Wait, are we not mentioning the news? We are. Okay. Wait, go for it, Kimmy. We're gonna mention this. Kimmy doesn't know the news. She doesn't know yet. Exclusive interview here. She's throwing the golf ball in the ocean. Okay, the news is we're releasing a vinyl. 
Yeah. I'm super excited. <laughs> yes. Final album. <laughs> and we're really happy about it. Yes. It's in the making right now. It's in the making. So what we're doing is we're actually finally releasing Awaken on vinyl uh, in June. It's organic. Someone's carving it out of, you know, just a, a pen. Yeah, it's going to be on a 78, 78 record. That's right. <laughs> no, but, uh, and it's going to have Triggers, which is the bonus track. Triggers was not on the original release. And it's going to have uh, new photos, new band photos on it. Um, we're going to try to work out like a poster of some sort. Maybe we'll sign it. And um, Super it's got a unique playlist order too. It's like, it's like completely revamped. A couple songs remastered. Yep. It's going to be a good time, man. I'm excited as hell. Yes. I collect I vinyls personally, so it's like I would love to have that in my collection. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like right behind me, that little um, that little cabinet down there. I have all my all my records in there, right below the speakers, and I just. Yeah. Yeah. And you got a uh, Pac-Man nice. machine. It works actually. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Very cool. That's incredible. I'm a, I'm I'm a super nerd retro dude right here. Yeah. Nice. So, what what kind of vinyl do you collect? What bands? Um, well, mainly current stuff like that. I collect all genres. I have some mm -hmm. funk, orchestra, rock, metal. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Very cool, man. That's awesome. The yeah, reason I do a lot of currents is because currents is the reason I'm still alive. Yeah. Like their music got me through a lot of mental shit more cool. than once. And that's what got me to start this project because of the music and how it saved my life. Yeah, man. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. It's good news, man. Are there record stores in your in your area? There's a few. There's a few, but I get most of my stuff online because it's like I know what I'm looking for and I also have what I'm looking for. Yeah, true. Such a pain, Even, especially with CDs too. I do the same thing. I get everything online because like, a lot of the good bands, the underrated bands, don't have vinyl. So it's like you gotta look for the CDs. <laughs> so yeah. frustrating. But we're gonna have a vinyl, so I'm really yeah. excited yeah. because I also I like I just <laughs> just started uh, a vinyl collection, so I'm excited about that. But, yeah. yeah, I'm excited as hell to see that one be released. I'm already waiting for. It. I'm gonna pre-order that as soon as it. As soon as it's available for pre-order. Great, thank, thank you, man. You. We're, uh, it's actually being released right now. It's exclusively through Spin Me Round Records, which is a, uh, a record store out of Easton, Pennsylvania, and uh, we're <clears throat> actually releasing it on Record Store Day on June twelfth. So, um, if you can get out there, we're actually performing on Record Store Day at Spin Me Round Records. So, I wish I could. I, I if I can make, it, I'll try, but no promises. Yeah, hey, no problem. I understand. It's in a record store, man. There's vinyl there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, it's, just, it's like, I'm on a crusade for vinyl. It just goes out there. We'll sign your record for you. <laughs> I've been out to Hartford for vinyl. I'll, I'll drive. Yeah. yeah, he drives like everywhere. Crazy. Just to go in like the store for five minutes. So yeah, like, what? Yeah. How long to I'll go in there for an hour, hour to go to a store for five minutes? Because I know what I'm looking for, too. Exactly. I'll, I'll you know what you want is get in, get out. It's like, we yeah. know what we want to get. Yeah, yeah. But it, I'm usually looking for, you know, out of print stuff and obscure stuff. So it's it's usually like the luck of the draw type of thing. You know? Yeah. So, like if it's something like the new Ghost or the new uh, Extreme, Extreme, I'll just order it online. But uh, yeah. Yeah, like some stuff I get in store, like old school stuff, like Parliament. Um, Village um, people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wow. I'm being dead serious. Me too. That's awesome. Got BGs. There you go. Yeah. I got, my mind is everywhere with music. I, I listen to almost all genres. It's just how I am. I like, keeping cool, an, I like keeping an open mind. Yeah. Metal awesome. and rock is always like my home genres. 
Awesome, man. Very cool. There's so much meaning in it. That's why I love it. Like, you can listen to most metal songs today, and you can hear, like, so much, like, emotion into the vocals. Just oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, in music of the past, especially. You know, like, I was listening to Aerosmith today. It's like the lyrics are so badass, man. You know, it's oh, it's yeah, it's good stuff, man. Like, listen to Dream On. It's still damn good. <laughs> it was so close to I about to say, Dream On. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Not gonna lie, I actually listened to that today myself earlier. <laughs> uh, Aerosmith, ACDC, Queen. Yeah. Yep. Such great groups. Honestly. Solid stuff, man. I think there was such more demand for quality music at the time. I feel like nowadays it kind of dipped a little bit, you know, in certain genres. Oh, it did, definitely. You know, it's like some things are just a little too easy to do and people would just accept it. Yeah, well, you had the time to develop as artists. You hear that all the time. Like in the 70s and 80s, they gave you two, three albums to evolve and to yeah. discover your sound and become, you know, it's like Bon Jovi didn't become Bon Jovi until their third album, you know? And it, nowadays, yeah. if you don't have a hit on your first album, you you're, dropped. you're dropped and yeah. you're indie again. So it, remain indie. <laughs> Well, honestly, everything I've heard so far, I love, especially Triggers. Like, I just fell in love with that song. Thank like, you, man. Like, this, like, the second, like, the second he sends to me, I'm like, okay, what's this? He goes, let's do it. I'm like, okay, I'll listen to it. Me blasts it. I blast out those things behind me, like, full volume. I'm like, okay, no, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I wanted to get in touch with you guys immediately God, as soon as I heard it. And it's like, he was like, go for it. I'm like, thank you. And I just sent you guys the message. <laughs> Sweet. Awesome. Such a nice dude, honestly. Yeah. Also a jokester as well. I was he and I were texting earlier. Well, yesterday he goes, "Don't worry, he knows I'm an asshole." And over here, like, see now I know. <laughs> uh, cool, it's all good. Can already imagine playing cards against humanity with that kind of guy. Yeah, it'll <laughs> be fun. That game is terribly funny. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. This was a blast. Honestly, I loved it, and I, I'm keeping my eyes peeled for that vinyl. I'm super excited. Well, thank awesome. you so much, Thank man. you. Yeah, thank you for um, interviewing us. Have you thank had you the for... chance to watch the videos? Uh, I did watch a few, like Triggers I watched. I watched yeah. a few others, and Triggers by far is my favorite out of everything I've seen so far. Awesome. Sweet. Okay. Awesome, yes. I love the symbolism in the video. Yes. Like, from the, I'm trying to say, like, like from the stretched camera angles, like, being ripped apart and stuff like that. At least that's how I perce perceived it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I honestly loved it. I actually watched it like five times today. <laughs> awesome. I can't get enough of it. I really can't. Thank you, man. Thank you. I said I said some of my buddies today, and one of them was like, "Dude, how dare you hide this from me?" Over here, like <laughs> this round now. That's cool, man. That's awesome. We appreciate yes. that. Thank you. Thank you yes, for spreading the word. Yeah. Of course. Whenever I work with a new group, I always send the songs to my groups because we do. We sometimes do a voting poll, like should I work with them, should I not? I do that sometimes. Or sometimes I just send it to send it. And it's like, I got like a lot of thumbs up from everyone today. So it was great. Cool. I'm going to need the names of the people that gave thumbs down. <laughs> oh, no one did. <laughs> I'm being dead ass. No one gave a thumbs down. Ah, that's wonderful, <laughs> man. That's awesome. Out of like 250 people, there was no thumbs down. We're hoping to, uh, to get popular on Reddit somehow. <laughs> Reddit's a wonderful place. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Is that like Tinder? Tinder? No, Reddit's Oh, it's like, much worse. 
they they do so all sorts of sorts on there. It's it's yeah. like the dark web, but in comedy. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, no, I'm still trying to figure it out. Actually, I'm following Wall Street bets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah because the whole yeah. GameStop thing that was happening yeah. uh-huh. and that's when, oh. I, that's when I got that I actually joined the stock market yeah I love that like they're tanking now all of a sudden that stock market jab and they go right back up it's like what the hell yeah. oh that, I, I read about that I was laughing like I'm just like oh when, when Reddit saves a company <laughs> that was great yeah. I laughed I laughed way too hard at that to be honest <laughs> like you wouldn't expect that from Reddit. You really wouldn't. Yeah. Well, what, what happened exactly? Oh, you didn't. You don't know. What on happened? a GameStop, something happened. Like there was stock. Yeah, no. Like, but what happened on Reddit? On Reddit, like that's where the group was. Um, they were talking uh, about it, so they they you know they're like, hey, so we're all going to buy this stock. <laughs> okay. And, and they did it, and they made it skyrocket. Yeah. And then yeah. What happened? And oh, now all the hedge fund um people who like. I don't know exactly how it works. Like they borrowed the money for the stock or whatever, but they lost. They basically bankrupted. They they screwed someone over. That was like a big wig or something. Billions, millions, billions of dollars or whatever. Because I don't know how it works. They were holding the money in there because they're like, oh, that stock is never going to go up. Blah blah blah, and they were going to buy it back. But then the stock went up, so now they couldn't buy back the stocks. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to explain yeah, quickly, but I know what happened. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway. Long story short, the, ner- the nerds united and saved GameStop. Essentially, exactly. Like, <laughs> and That's a good way to put it. Yeah, pissed off a lot of really rich finance um, guys, and I um, love it. They got trolled. Made them poor. <laughs> essentially. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That was great. Yeah, I think I'm going to wrap things up here. Thank you guys a lot for being here. This has been another Nerds Order Music interview today. Our guests were Reality Suite. I hope you all have a great night, and everyone be safe. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. Have a good night. Thank you. Take care.